Well, a lot of the, the jobs that our people do in those skilled trades would be on Mike, Mike Rowe's uh, show, Dirty Jobs. And, you know, it's not that they're dirty jobs per se, but you're fixing water pipes in the middle of winter. And uh, believe me, that's not pleasant at times. Um, you you got to get up in the middle of the night when emergencies call. And, you know, there's a whole lot of things that we take for granted. You flush the toilet, you assume it goes to the right place. Well, when a water main or a sewer main breaks, that's got to be fixed. Pump station, electrical panel goes bad. Somebody, an electrician's got to get out there and fix it now. Those guys are critical. They, they make this county run and they make civilized life civilized. We are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I'm Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have... Mike Roberts. And we found him, guys. Uh, he let me uh, do a show by myself, man. How did you, how'd you even let that happen, Mike? It wasn't my choice. I didn't know there was one scheduled. <laughs> you didn't even know it was scheduled. <laughs> no, it was sort of an impromptu episode. The last episode you guys heard where we had the students from the Regency Mall Project come out and talk about their experience. It was a pretty good show. It Mike. was a very good show. The, 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 the students that were on the show were amazing. They did a great job. They did a great job, and they did a lot of work and uh, are doing a lot of work inside of Regency. I can't wait for everybody to see that. Oh, yeah, that's going to be wonderful. They're working on a new adult education uh, center right there. We had some guests out uh, looking at it this morning, and they were just astounded. They were. were, Y'all will hear about that more. You will hear about that more. You'll see a video. I did some recording, got some interviews, got a interview in particular, and you can catch all that on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and LinkedIn, all at the handle HenricoCTE, HenricoCTE.com, where you can find find more information about the courses we offer your student also about the life ready expo which is next month october 18th from 6 p.m to 8 p.m 6th through 12th grade students will have an opportunity to meet and speak with employers from different career pathways so come out and get your foot in the door again that is the life ready expo october 18th at six o'clock p.m inside of hermitage high school the first uh, part of our trilogy for the year yeah first part you got the life ready expo and then you got we the just career rodeo then career you got rodeo. The signing day. The signing day. That's how we all ended up and celebrate those students once they've made those connections, showed their skills off, and now they're going to the world of work. And Mike, tell them where you can uh, find the podcast. You find the podcast at all of your major and most of your minor podcast apps. Look us up on your favorite app. Like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We do two a month every other week. Got four years of content, so if you've not heard us before, you got a lot of catching up to do. Got a lot of catching up to do. Eighty some episodes. Eighty something episodes, and this is just good general information for anybody who's looking to learn something about a particular industry, or learn something about Henrico CTE, or you know, learn how we can get you in the position to maybe achieve your dream. Get you college and career ready. College and career ready. Enrolled, enlisted, or employed—that's the goal. At least that's what Mac tells me, and that's what we all believe. So, <laughs> listen and learn. But uh, we have a guest as always, so you guys. Don't have to listen to the whole show won't be just me and mike right it's never been just us it's never been just me and mike we always have a guest on the show and I, I, some people are probably happy about that <laughs> yeah because no one 
send me an email saying I want to just hear you guys. Said, why, why don't we just hear from you guys? No, it's the professionals that make Ken Rico CTE now and the folks that we have on the show. But today with us here again, Henrico County, inside of Henrico County, uh, we have Deputy County Manager for Community Operations, Stephen Yab. Thank you so much for being on the program. And we're actually borrowing a piece of his office, uh, a portion of his office. What is it, 50% of the office? Uh, yes, sir. And, you know, <laughs> and we already talked about your math abilities, Rashawn, so I'm not even going to comment. But yes. Uh, you had to be at the show before the show to get that one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but uh, thank you so much, uh, Stephen, for participating. And so take us down your career pathway. Deputy County Manager for Community Operations. How'd you get there? Well, you know, I think it's because I just didn't have any focus on anything throughout my life. So I did everything. And oh. my father uh, was an immigrant to this country and okay. uh, grew up on a farm. And so I did not have any CTE courses. I wish I had. Instead, I was under the tutelage. In other words, stop playing basketball and help me fix the car. (laughs) Or we're going to paint the house today. Or, geez, you and your brother are going to put a new roof on the house. So this was my training. So you got your hands on at the house instead of in the class. Well, my dad sat on the ground looking up at the roof while we put the roof on with his arms crossed saying, you're doing that wrong. (laughs) You're going to have to do it over. There you go. <laughs> do it right, do it light, do it wrong, do it long right there. That's so. right. So that that was that, you know, and, and I was always tasked with building things, and, you know, we didn't have a lot, so we had to make do. And that was my initial uh, start, and somehow I ended up uh, in engineering school based on all that. And, I, and you know, I did take a lot of math and uh, science courses I always enjoyed, especially the science. Not as much the math, guys, you know. Um, Me either. I don't like the math too much. I, well, <laughs> we've seen we, that. We've had that chat already <laughs> a couple of times, and I'll give you some uh, algebra later on uh, yeah, for homework. X <laughs> equals what now? No. <laughs> yeah, X what? As, as a high school student, I did throughout my entire time take science and math classes, and, and I love those uh, more than my other classes. And Anyone who has that kind of bent, and even if you can tolerate math and science and you have a desire to have a lifelong occupation building interesting things, engineering is a fantastic career path. And I would encourage our young folks to to look hard at it. You mentioned tolerating math, and math is is an issue for a lot of people. And you hear off the bat, I am not a math person. Even I said it before the show, I am not a math person. So how do we help those students who are afraid of math? at least to tolerate math enough to get into an engineering career much like yourself. Math is a language, really, and it's uh, you, you've got to put some time into it. No one's a good basketball player that doesn't spend a lot of time shooting uh, free throws by themselves out in the alley. Math is kind of the same way. You've got to do those practice problems, practice, 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 and and you'll get it. You know, that that's really all it takes. No one should be afraid of math. No one should be intimidated by math or science. You know, I I always found teachers are fantastic in that if you're having a problem, you go see them. They'll explain it. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, got got to ask questions, Mike. If you don't ask ask questions. You're not going to get any answers. You're not going to get the right answers. (laughs) So, yeah, be engaged. Be engaged, absolutely. So civil and geotechnical engineering, that was – one of your majors, one of the many things that you focused on uh, That's right. uh, during your academic pursuits. Define that for me. What is civil slash geotechnical engineering for folks who don't know? Well, civil engineering really 
broadly is everything out in the built environment. So, you know, we have sewers, we have uh, wastewater treatment, we have water treatment, roads, parks, anything, dams, you know, all of those things are civil engineering functions. And all of them have to be designed and all of them have to be built. All of them have to be operated and maintained. Civil engineering is, is a huge category in that if you like designing things, there's plenty of room for people to design all of those things I just mentioned. Some people enjoy that. I was always a builder, so I was I enjoyed the construction management, the taking the set of plans the designer would put out and working with the contractors to uh, to get the things built. And then again, there's a, another group of people that works on operating like let's say you we have a drinking water plant in Henrico County. We have engineers over there that uh, run that plant every day, make sure that we have, I'm drinking a glass of uh, Henrico water right here. Uh, Drinking water has been the subject of conversation across the United States with what was going on in Jackson, Mississippi, as far as like not having drinkable water. So stuff like that's very important as as we're seeing. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you need qualified engineers and technicians and, you know, your CTE students, um, they could go to work for us at our drinking water plant. We need electricians. We need plumbers. We need people to maintain these things. So the, the field is wide open and, you know, there's just a lot of opportunity. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of ways to get involved, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got friends that work at the different water plants and pump stations and all that stuff so they're telling me about all the stuff they have to do and it's a it's one of those things that it's different every day it's it's kind of like probably in your situation is there's always something new to work on there's something new to be focusing on and uh, symbol engineering in general is just so important i mean the roads you get to work on or your parents get to work on there's so much goes into civil engineering and you got to do it right or it it can be a disaster <laughs> that's right guys and you know jackson mississippi where they're having some problems right now that's an example of what we don't want to have happen yeah i love working outside I, I love being on a construction job site and you know seeing the the equipment running around and concrete being poured and asphalt being rolled and you know all of those things i'm never happier than when i'm around that stuff so that's a, that's obviously why you chose to focus on civil engineering but when did you know that you could i guess make a living out of becoming an engineer and make a living out of working with your hands and being around that type of space I don't know when that dawned on me, but when I was in college, I I started working for some engineering companies as a technician. You know, I hadn't gotten my engineering degree yet, but, you know, we, we always have technicians and, and inspectors to make sure the concrete is okay, that the asphalt is good. Yeah. You know, all that stuff has to be checked. We certainly don't let the contractor do it by himself. Somebody's got to be the adult in the room and watch that contractor, right? <laughs> so I started doing that, Rashawn, and um, when I was a young fella, it was fun. You know, I'm working 10, 12 hours a day during the summer, and I'm out there sweating in my hard hat and boots and checking the concrete and running around from job to job. And as a 20-year-old person, and you've got all of these adults there, I mean— high power adults pouring yeah. concrete and you know the whole crew is standing around waiting is the concrete okay and it, it kind of is a very high level of importance for a young person that's how i got my start and and i went from there and spent a lot of time in the field and built some highways worked on a dam and you know here i am today so it sounds like the hands-on experience is really what sprung that yeah i mean 
did you go to college right away or did you did you get some experience in in the the construction field beforehand and and that kind of led you to going into this direction in engineering because there's so many different engineering paths you'd be taking and it sounds like you've probably got a lot of different types of engineering that you're dealing with right now with the county but when did this happen you know well you know um Originally, I was uh, thinking I wanted to be an architect, and I'm glad I didn't become an architect because, as I already said, I don't—I wasn't <laughs> the guy that wanted to sit at a table designing things. You know, that wasn't my thing. But I thought I wanted to be an architect. That sounded cool when I was in high school. I went to a two-year school before I went to Michigan State University, okay. and at that two-year school, the first counselor I had. It looked at me and he's like, you know. So you went for architecture first at this? Yeah, two-year that's. School. I was in pre-architecture, but he's like, you know. What you've done in your life and your career, you you probably should consider engineering. And I was, that was the first time I thought about it. That's when you connected the dots right there. That's right. That's right. And I, and I said, you know, maybe maybe you've got something there. And and so I started taking those engineering courses and and learning more about it. And they were hard. You know, engineering is not an easy thing, but it it's something again. Apply yourself. Do the homework. You know, you're not going to be out there partying when you're uh, on Friday and Saturday night every week because you're going to be studying, but it's going to be worth it. Worth it in the end, and you can make a huge impact via engineering. So let's keep that in mind. Like, what should students consider before maybe pursuing an engineering career? I would encourage them to to get out there and, and get some experience. You know, the county has a great intern program. And, oh, do they? Um, oh, heck yes. And, and we have kids that come in, um, you know, high school, sometimes seniors in high school yeah. and, and young people in college. They work in our public works department. They work in our, our public utilities where we have a lot of engineers. So you get that experience. Or you could be working for one of the local engineering firms. But... You know, having some practical experience of the things that engineers can do might guide you because there are so many different career paths that are in this field. Yeah, when you hear engineer, it just breaks down as uh, you go down the list into what everybody's specialization is. Right, exactly correct. So, you know, get some of that experience and then, you know, hit those books and, and you know, make sure that you keep the grades up. Again, I, I went to my professors a lot. I was not the best student in the world, guys. I was not. So, you know, I was in my professor's uh, office quite a bit. How do you do this? How do you do that? And, uh, you know, they'll help you. That's that's why they're in that job. I think that says a lot of, uh, about you, though, that you're willing to put in the work. And there's also uh, one thing I want to point out. Um, you kind of rose through the ranks via the county yourself, too, right? Didn't you start in the county as a traffic engineer? I think it was something like that. And then you continue to go? Well, I I did start, you know, a a lot lower than I am today. I I actually started as the county's garbage man. And uh, believe it or not, you know, that's another field of engineering that people don't think about. But, you know, just picking up the garbage and uh, taking it to the appropriate place for disposal and recycling, there's a lot involved. You've got to know logistics. You've got to know... Uh, routing. You've got to know what kind of trucks to buy and how do you maintain those trucks and fix them. How do you train your people? How do you make sure they're safe? You engineer the jobs so they don't hurt themselves. Yeah. You train them to do their jobs properly, and then you eliminate things that are that are unsafe. So there, there's a three-pronged effort you have to go through on every job that uh, you want your folks to do because you want them coming home in one piece and you want them to be happy. 
So that was a very important role for me at the county, being the county's garbage man as an engineer. From there, you know, I went to to the county road department and I, I started working on roads and I did that for, you know, eight years. And uh, at the time, we didn't have a lot of uh, sidewalks in the county. We've built miles and miles of sidewalks since then. Now we're embarking on a lot of environmental programs, and the the county is just blossoming in response to the needs of our population. And then and, and the tr- uh, sidewalk thing is, is pretty important because there's this whole talk about making America more walkable. Oh, yeah. uh, and sidewalks. Oh, is, my is end of the county, of there's a lot of sidewalk work going on. Broad Street, <laughs> Alpha Broad Street, every, out in the West End, it's everywhere. So that was your was that your first job in engineering, or what was your first job in engineering, and what did you take away from that? Well, you know, I, my first job in, as an engineer, um, I was actually responsible for designing uh, part of a dam in San Antonio, Texas. And that was cool because, you know, I got out there, looked at the site, I was... I was doing testing in the field, bringing it back, and you know, looking at the things we needed to do to build this dam. And I, then from there, I built you know ten miles of highways. I uh, was the lead designer on on all the foundations for that. And then you know, ultimately evolved into doing more with solid waste, trash recycling, and some of those facilities, and built some buildings along the way, and just did. Like I said, I didn't have a lot of attention span, so I was always looking to do something a little different. <laughs> I was always like, "What can we do?" And, and now you have a whole bunch to consider in your in oh, your yeah. current duty. So, what are you over in your current duty? Pretty much everything. <laughs> well, you know, county operations. So right now, I'm helping out with the uh, radio tower. Radio towers we're building for our 911 communications yeah. for police and fire. We have a whole bunch of sites all over the county that we're building those, trying to finish that project up. We're building the Cobbs Creek Dam out in uh, Cumberland County. Oh, yeah. We've been out, we've been out to there to the Cobbs yeah. Creek site. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've done a, we did a podcast we did. on that, and we've done some uh, a lot of stuff on yep. The, the, the a, visit was really cool. A lot of big yellow things moving around, a right? Lot of, a lot big of big yellow, yellow things. things moving around. Yeah, that is for sure. <laughs> Lots of dirt moving. <laughs> Lots of dirt moving. And Lots of different colored dirt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because yeah. you, you got all those different layers that they were putting. And seeing how it getting put down and seeing using the satellite tracking stuff and being able to put that stuff exactly where it absolutely has to be so that everything is blocked, everything that drains and drains where it's supposed to go. I remember it's all popping back in my head where they were, they were talking about how, you know, when we want stuff, water to go someplace, not just be held back, and we want it to drain, it's got to be able to drain down to the bottom section where it's all yep. moves back out. A out lot of moving pieces. And, yeah, so nothing collapses. <laughs> well, that's right, because we've we've seen on the news some dams in California that yeah. yes, were yes. close to failure, and um, mm-hmm. we, we certainly don't want to have that, so... You're exactly right, Mike. It's pretty cool how those layers are built so that we, the water goes where it's supposed to go and it doesn't go where it's not, not supposed, supposed to go. go. So, Stephen, that's where the uh, math and science really makes itself real right there. Talk about like engineering kind of showing you why math and, and science is important. You know, it, it really is applied math. You know, I, I do a lot of estimating, and I'm probably better than most people at doing math in my head. And um, because I've been doing it for so long. So, you know, I'll be sitting with somebody and we'll be talking about something and I'll figure it out in my head without even writing it, writing it down on paper. Oh, you know, that's 50,000 cubic yards of dirt. That's going to cost us half a million dollars to move. We're going to need 
you know, a hundred trucks and it'll take 30 days. And Jeez. they're like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I haven't even got my phone out to pull, push the calculator yet. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, that, I, I do a lot of that. I've been doing it, you know, doing estimating and, and project uh, budgeting for a long time. And uh, engineering allows me to do that. And, um, you know, hopefully I don't screw up because uh, when you make a mistake and, you know, then you got to live with it. And I've had to live with a few. <laughs> yeah. But it's amazing how, you know, you saw it in an earlier age. My father fell into it and became an engineer by yeah, that's accident. Right. That's right. He's working in re- at rentals and he's on the floor doing machinery, you know, work on the machinery. And he kept coming back to the engineers going, hey, I've got this idea where we can do something better. Just do it quicker, but more efficient. We could get the, this equipment repaired back on an operation, you know, uh, days earlier. And then finally they go, you know what? we got to get this guy into class. Let's get this guy into engineering program, They sent program, him off to man. school. Next thing you know, he's an engineer for rentals, you know, and he's, and he's doing what you're doing, but doing it for, for rentals aluminum. So there's I mean, a there's obviously a clear connection between doing hands on work and then oh, being yeah. able to apply that in an engineer in an engineer setting. Is that is that correct? Oh yeah, and, and you know I actually worked in a factory for during summers when I was in college. We Michigan had a lot of manufacturing and still does, but yeah, they would employ college students. So I worked in a parts factory that made automotive automotive parts, but um, a lot of engineering there and. You know, I would actually fill out these little, they had this suggestion form that you filled out, and, and I actually won a $25 award for something because oh, I cool. <laughs> suggested some improvements to the line I was working on, and the engineers looked at it, and they said, you know, that's a good idea. We'll do that, and I won a little cash prize, which I felt good about. But, you know, those those factories also have a lot of engineers, and they... Again, it goes back to what I said before. You got to study what the job is. You got to make sure it's safe. You got to make sure that people are trained, and you make sure you eliminate those hazards so that people don't get hurt. So those three things are very important in everything. On the topic of training, on the topic of getting experience, we have um, High Tech Academy, which is our inside of our A centers, and uh, that is dual enrolled with Virginia Commonwealth University, better known as VCU. <laughs> Twenty-eight <laughs> yes, credits indeed. towards their engineering program. How big is that for someone who maybe wants to break into the industry or get a jump start on their college career? Well, I'll tell you, Rashawn, I wish I'd had that opportunity when I was a young fellow because it would have saved me that fifth year of college. <laughs> but <laughs> My that, dad was like, when are you going to graduate, boy? <laughs> I'm, I'm still paying the bills. <laughs> I'm cutting you off. You better get that degree. But I think that's the important part is, is, yeah. is that in this particular, this one program, yeah. uh, offering the students basically are – the county's paying for a, their first year of engineering school at VCU, and they're getting it done while they're in high school. So when they start off, they're not freshmen. They don't start as off as a freshman. And I think that's just amazing for a student and for the parents that are paying the bill. Well, that, that is fantastic. And, and, you know, that's a great program. How many thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars in college costs do you save through that? Exactly. Mom and dad will be very happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, so 28 credits towards VCU's engineering program, and it's going to save you lots and lots of money. So in your current position, though, you work a lot with the skilled trades professionals. Let's talk about the importance of those folks. Why, I mean, there's a deficit in skilled trade workers. How important are they to everything that you guys do here in the county? Oh, they're, they're critical. They're critical. Um, you know, people don't really think about the things that they do. And if, if you ever uh, watch the, the show on Discovery called uh, Dirty Jobs with oh, yeah. Micro. We are fam- I am really familiar <laughs> with them. 
Well, a lot of the, the jobs that our people do in those skilled trades would be on Mike, Mike Rowe's uh, show, Dirty Jobs. And, you know, it's not that they're dirty jobs per se, but you're fixing water pipes in the middle of winter. And uh, believe me, that's not pleasant at times. Um, you you got to get up in the middle of the night when emergencies call. And, you know, there's a whole lot of things that we take for granted. You flush the toilet, you assume it goes to the right place. Well, when a water main or a sewer main breaks, that's got to be fixed. Pump station, electrical panel goes bad. Somebody, an electrician's got to get out there and fix it now. Those guys are critical. They, they make this county run, and they make civilized life civilized. That's a phrase I, I've repeated many a times. Man, I, I love is, that phrase. You need to put that on a mug yeah. right there. They make civilized <laughs> life civilized. But name some of the skilled trade careers that maybe are most in demand for you guys right now from the Henrico County government perspective. Well, you know, um, truck drivers. We, we need uh, truck drivers because uh, everything we do involves trucks, snow plows, you know, uh, water main breaks. Those are, you know, We have trucks that uh, carry the dirt and the stone and the pipe and all that. So we need truck drivers. We need equipment operators to run the backhoes and, and the heavy equipment. We need uh, pipe fitters, plumbers, and people like that. Also have a need for electricians. You know, these are trades that always in demand. From a personal standpoint, if, you're, if your sewer backs up at your house, you are going to pay whatever it takes to mm-hmm. get a plumber out there now. At yep. the, hey, if the AC goes off right now <laughs> as of this recording, you'll yeah. take whatever it takes to get that HVAC system going. That's right. That's yeah. right. HVAC is another one. It, mm-hmm. it didn't occur to me, but yeah, thank you. When I was uh, traveling, and I, I travel a little bit just for vacations and fun, but I, I happened to be in... Uh, in Rome, Italy, and uh, I toured the uh, the sewers of Rome because why wouldn't I, right? You know, it's <laughs> interesting place, right? Interesting and you're place an engineer, civil engineer. Why not? Um, yeah, but but the interesting thing about that was over two thousand years ago, this city had people that do what I do, and yeah. they, they maybe didn't call them engineers, but that's what they were doing. They were doing hydraulics, they were doing pipes, they were doing water, sewer, trash, all that stuff, building roads. Same thing. Making civilization civilized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, these folks, these skilled trades have been around for a long time, and they'll be here after I'm gone, and and that next generation takes over. Yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're in the business of doing, right, Mike? Trying to motivate that next generation to take up the mantle and get involved in these skilled trade jobs. Yeah, I just, I, just, I, I really wish that the everyday person would really think harder about those people because it allows them to live their everyday lives but it's just not something that is thought of they're not concerned about you know well (laughs) when it comes to the road that's something that's it's always a topic of conversation (laughs) but when it comes to you know the water running and the toilet flushing and the things the electricity always working even the wi-fi even the wi-fi now that being an issue now but people i really really wish people would think about um, the people that do that and have some respect for the people that are, that keep those things operational. And I think a, a lot of the issue is a lot of people don't think that you can make a decent wage doing these jobs. And I know, Stephen, yeah. during your hiring process, can you speak on how lucrative some of these careers can be? Well, they they can be, you know, an excellent income, really, and uh, very comfortable living for you and your family, have plenty of work. Uh, you know, a lot of the folks in these trades can work 
all the overtime they want. So some of them, you know, some of them are highly motivated to make a lot of money, so they work a lot of overtime, volunteer for everything. Then we have other folks that have families that maybe they don't, you know, want to work so much overtime, so they don't volunteer as much. You know, we have more work than workers, and and that's the simplest uh, answer to that. And you know, you can make a very comfortable living, and and you're doing something that's very positive for society. Absolutely, absolutely. So more work than workers, CTE is trying to solve that problem. So let's talk about the importance of career technical education. Why is CTE so important with that in mind? I think the root of it all is you learn how to do things. You get that confidence. And, you know, I'm going to use an example. You all in CTE and and Mac helped the county with, uh, we had an old house we bought on Winfrey Road. And you know, the kids were out there painting, and they, they did a lot of the work on that house remodeling it. I know those kids will go back, and, and one, they could find jobs doing that stuff because they've learned. But secondly, they have the confidence because they undertook a pretty major house renovation, and now that's a nice house. It was a wreck before, but um, they took that renovation, they learned from professionals, and they, they got their hands dirty and they did something. And that, that confidence that they can do that will go a long way. They won't be afraid of anything. You know, that you're right. That's a good point he's making right there, Mike. I never thought about it from that perspective where you have the physical proof that, yes, you are capable of doing something on this level. Yeah, whether they were working on that house renovation, they're building, the, the, when they do those, the building a new house and completing it within two years and it going on the market and the family buying it, or whether they're working on the adult education center out at Regency. Yeah. I mean, they're doing this work and they can forever say, I worked on that. I did that. I helped with that. Me and and my fellow students, we, look what we did. That's amazing. And it's like the, the visitation we had this morning out there at Regency and all the guests that came out looking at that, we're just blown away yeah. at what the students had done. They weren't, the students weren't out there today, but they got to see the work that they had done where they basically, all those storefronts demoed and under back under construction, wall studs all up in, in half of the storefronts and to see that work and to, to see the photographs of the students doing the work and literally just done in six weeks over the summer. And when you consider that a lot of these students were maybe coming from electricity and now having to learn a little bit about carpentry mm-hmm. or coming from HVAC and now having to learn a little bit about electricity. A lot of them got dual lessons and learned yep. from each other uh, during that entire Regency and process. And then you also you also had the kids that were with, there with the summer program who weren't even, hadn't even Building been, trades, yep. they had not even been in one of the trades programs at the A Center. They're coming in cold. They got their OSHA cards their first the first couple of days. Um, so they got their safety training. Then they were, got out there and they're under the tutelage of the students that have already been doing the work for one to two years that had came back to help these students and that the teachers out there helping them. And those kids were so motivated. I was just crazy being out there this summer and seeing them doing that work and and when break was up and, and that you said okay let's get back out there and everybody jump up all out of the chairs and head back out onto the job it was just amazing this year yeah absolutely and let's let's look bigger picture here steven uh, how does that having a better prepared student coming out of high school uh, maybe more motivated to get into the workforce to get into skilled trades jobs get into engineering jobs how does that help the county as a whole from your view I would hope some of them would come to work for us, you know, because <laughs> yeah. we need them. You know, even if they don't come to work for us, they, they go to work for others. I mean, we employ uh, a lot of contractors in this area. Uh, we have a huge amount of work going on at schools, at county facilities, roads, all this stuff. And 
there's a lot of need for folks. So if you want to come to work for the county, that's fabulous. We, we'd love to have you with those skills. If you want to go to work for one of our contractors or an engineering company locally and, and use your skills there, that's fine too. It gives you that start to your career. And, you know, you can be making good money right out of college. Yeah, I think that's the main thing that a lot of parents or parents or guardians are worried about. It's like, are they going to be able to make a decent living? And I think the answer is yes, yes. to the third power using a math term, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. right. That's right. That finally got something right, math wise. Man, man look, I'm telling you, man, we got to. I didn't think we were going to get through this without you throwing out a math term. Dude, you know, I had to, I had to, had to finish the show strong. Did, we ran did up you and, Google that? <laughs> while we were sitting here talking. <laughs> Even better. Right. While Mike was rambling on, he pulled out Google. <laughs> Even, Even better, I asked Siri. So that's how I got the Awesome. <laughs> Let me stop. All right. So, Stephen, thank you so much for uh, joining us on uh, Henrico CTE Now. But I do want to ask you this one last question. How can we attract, well, it's a, sort of a two-part question. How can we attract more students to our programs? And also, what is some advice for students who may be interested in getting into engineering careers? Um, you know, I think just get out there and, and show these students some of the things that have been done. And we donated, we the county, donated to schools several lots, for example, out on uh, Aqua Court and Manor Circle. I asked Mac the other day, I said, well, what, what are the houses going to look like you're going to build there? And he showed me sketches the students had prepared of these houses. And I said, those are really cool. And they did it on CAD, Computer Aided Design Club, you yep. know, on, on the computer. And Max said, yeah, we'll give this to the to the architect and they'll they'll do the real, you know, the plans for the building permits. And then we'll build the, the house, which was great. Um, so, you know, see some of those things and, it, and it's highly creative. Yeah. You know, so kids that see that, I think, will get that spark. Yeah, get know. motivated to say, hey, I want to I want to try this out as well. Yeah, and and maybe you'll say, you know, from that I want to be an architect or, geez, no, I, I really like the framing. You know, I'd like to be a framer. Or, no, I like the wiring and the plumbing on these things. You know, whatever it is, you're going to do the best job in your career at something you like to do. Yeah. So if you see one of those things and it, it sparks your interest – you know, as I say, I love what I do. I, I'm, you know, I'm happiest when I'm out on a job site, walking around in that heavy equipment, watching things happen. If your students like doing that, then go for it. If you want to be a designer, there's opportunities. So, you know, I hope that helps. One more thing, a piece of advice for students who want to take engineering as a career. Don't shy away from stuff that's hard because that'll be the most fulfilling. Take those challenges on and uh, get them accomplished. Build that confidence in, uh, in yourself and your ability, and you will do well in life. All right, well, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Yab, for uh, being on Henrico CT. Now, before we let you guys go, our listening audience, got to remind you to check us out Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, all at the handle Henrico CTE, HenricoCTE.com where you can find more information about our engineering courses as well as our skilled trades courses and also the Life Ready Expo next month, October 18th. From 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., 6th through 12th grade students are welcome to come and talk to professionals about different career pathways. Get your foot in the door at the Life Ready Expo, October 18th at 6 o'clock p.m., Hermitage High School. You don't know where Hermitage High School is? 
Google it. Ask <laughs> <laughs> Siri. Ask Siri or Google it. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. Uh, you can find the podcast at all of your major, most of your minor podcast ven- podcast venues. Pull up your app, do a search for us, and uh, like and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Yep, don't miss an episode. We got a whole bunch of stuff for you to binge, for you to listen to. A lot of good information from professionals like Deputy County Manager for Community of Operations, Stephen Yab, uh, uh, to listen to them and and take part of their experience uh, and uh, learn from what they have learned from in the past. Uh, but that's it for us here for Stephen Yab, for Mike Roberts. I'm Rashawn Garnett. This has been Henrico CTE Now. Until next time, so long, everyone. Oh,